Hi, I'm Stephanie Wainwright. I'm a wife, a mom, a business owner, and my life is chaotic all the time. So I created this podcast to help you find the funny, the good, while navigating through the chaos. This is Chaotic Compass Podcast. All right, guys. How is everybody? Thank you for joining. I appreciate you listening. I had just checked in the other day to see how many um, actual followers and subscribers that I had. I am so proud of like you 15. Thank you so much. Between Spotify and YouTube and Apple Podcast, I have 15. <sighs> like, let's celebrate y'all. Thank you for being my freaking chaotic tribe. Like, that makes me excited. Like, it's not a lot. I'm okay with that. Honestly, I could just sit here and talk about all these things. And if I help one person, if I help one person, I'm okay with that. So, thank you. Thank you, 15. And thank you all, you know, if you, even if you don't subscribe or you don't follow, like, I'm just, I'm super excited about that. So, anywho... Um, we are doing March recap today. So I am behind. It is so hard to edit these things and get them out there quick enough. So I am I'm a little bit behind. But so if you know somebody that edits videos and edits podcasts and, and like, let me know. Email me at info at chaoticcompass.com because it is not my jam. I do not. It's kind of one of those. I kind of, I, I wish it wasn't a thing. I wish I could just post what I have here and not edit it, which it would have a lot of pauses and a lot of likes and a lot of ums and a lot of breathing because I do these a lot of the. So if you know somebody, let me know. So. I'm going to start off with March recap. This past month has been, it's getting better. It's getting better. It's getting a little easier to breathe around here. But um, we finally got the boat hauled out, which was is really cool. That has been a struggle and a source of flat out arguments in this house. So we finally got it hauled out. But they wanted $20,000 up front. <laughs> we are no longer talking about just like oh, a few grand here and a few grand here. We're talking tens and tens of thousands of dollars to various people. And it's like, whatever. We got hauled out and I'm thankful and that's such a blessing. And we finally got through the Coast Guard inspections on the dry dock and that is just so much fun. Like you guys should just get a wooden boat and do inspections just to see. No, I'm joking. Don't freaking do it. Don't do it. You will pull every single one of your hairs out. You know what? Like this, I've got so much hair, like, but you, you couldn't tell. Like, I'm just, no. I don't. Okay. I don't. My brush naturally pulls it out like I'm always shedding. Anyways, the railway that we pulled out on is an hour and a half from our house. And my, my husband drives a massive diesel truck. So he is spending way so much on fuel right now. It's like plus meals while you're up there. He's carpooling with his guys, which is like it's cool. So I don't have to pay for all that. But it's like good thing we have it hauled out. 
so I'm so blessed. Yay that. But I'm still fighting the battle with our customer, which is topic, the next topic. I am still fighting the battle with our customer that owes us like over $20,000. So it's like, here's $20,000 here. Somebody owes us $20,000 here. It's like, and you know, we've had to take them to court. And last month, in, uh, the, our lawyer told us that, you know, we didn't have to show up for the, it's just the hearing, basically just, and I'm learning the judicial system. I've been divorced twice and I have no idea, so whatever. Like, as if going through divorces, you're supposed to know the ins and outs of, anyway, so I, you know, the lawyer's like, no, you guys don't have to show up. Basically, we put our stuff in front of a judge and, you know, this person has a chance to come and contest it. And if he shows up and contest it, then we go to trial. If he doesn't show up, then we seek a judgment on him. So, and I was like, you know what? I've got nothing better to do apparently. So I get all schnazzed up. I got a, like a blazer I used to wear when I was in real estate. I got a blazer on. I actually, you know, put legit makeup on. I did my hair and I go on down there and I'm driving down there and I see all these cops. I'm like, what is going on? Bomb threat. <laughs> They're detouring traffic. And so I pulled into a parking lot way across the street and, you know, you can't get any, you know, anywhere close. And, and apparently that same day there was a bomb threat in the next jurisdiction across the river. And it was like, what a quinky dink. That's so crazy. So, you know, I sit around for like 45 minutes and finally the cops start, you know, dispersing. And I, I start seeing people walking up. Okay, just thinking about this is giving me anxiety. So we're going to pause on that. Okay, so hold on. This. These suckers, y'all, club tails, 10% alcohol, get out. These things will knock you in the butt because it got me real hard. I didn't realize they were 10%. I just kept drinking them. I drank like three or four in one night and it was not pretty. So mango margarita is definitely my favorite out of all of them. They're sweet. If you don't like sweet things, like, but you know, that's my jam with cider. So, but mango margarita, I like that it's in a tall can. I don't know. I'm a sucker for tall cans. I think it's just really hilarious. But anyway, so don't you like that? That sound. I like that sound. Anyway, so <laughs> this story is why I drink. Okay. Because I'm having a hard time just even talking about it. Like even just it's coming to my head and now my heart's racing. So hold on. Just it smells like a big mango in here now. I know you can't, you can't smell it. There's not smell-o-vision yet, but I always wish there was smell-o-vision with like the Simpsons or like Ren and Stimpy because you know it would stink because you know you can smell it. But anyway, so mango margarita, get you some. They got them down at my like, and this is like my crutch. So we have this cute little store that's maybe like a couple of miles down the road, you know, like our corner market. And they have these and they just had them on sale. It was like three for 10. And mom was like, oh yeah. So because normally like our, like the slide cards that I get, they're, they come in a four pack and those are like 10 bucks. 
and those are only like 6%. So if I can get 10 of these bad boys, they're tall and they're 10%. So anyways, moving on. So court. So I finally start walking up. I'm in, <laughs> I got my blazer on, but I wore my Converse sneakers, right? Styling and profiling. Got to keep it classy when you're going to court. So I walk up and there's this line. So I'm kind of standing back, you know, everybody's got their mask on. So I'm just trying to figure out what, what the hell is going on. And I see him and it's, and maybe I'm just dramatic. Maybe, no, I am dramatic. I know that, but maybe it's just me, but I instantly get this rush of, and maybe I related to the first thing that popped in my mind. If I was to be like attacked by somebody and I had to go to court and he was there, that is exactly how I feel. And this guy hasn't attacked me. He hasn't come. He doesn't. I've had one simple conversation with the guy. He's never attacked me, never laid a hand on me, but he owes me $20,000. And I feel that that's more of a personal attack on me because you've taken $20,000 away from me and my children. And this is where my brain goes. You took $20,000 out of my baby's mouth. I don't know. When I get upset, I instantly go for that like mad black woman. And my like neck starts snapping and my fingers, you know, get to going. And I wasn't raised like that, you know, because like I'm look, look how pasty I am. Like I've got a little contouring going on, but that's, but that's instantly where my self goes. So I'm supposed to, I'm standing within feet of him, you know, and then we, and then like they open up the doors to go in the courtroom. Cause this is all outside of the, the, the main entrance. So, and it wasn't, it wasn't warm that day. And all I had was that cute little blazer. So walking, walking up to get in line to go through the metal detector to get inside. I'm two people behind him, two people behind him. He's got on like, you can see like the crease in the sweater. You can see the crease in the sweater as if the sweater has been folded up in the bottom drawer of a bottom drawer, you know, tucked away. Like he, he does, you know, because the last time I saw him, he had a beard and his hair was all long and he looked like, it, you know, he looked pretty rough and, and then he's here and a sweater and shaven he had a haircut and I was like what in the hell is going on and so you know like my heart's racing and I'm like oh my god like I can't even I can't like and if he says something to me I I knew it I knew I was gonna lose my oh, I knew I was gonna lose it I knew it like so I was like struggling we get through security he's already upstairs and the lady in front of me I don't know if she had a tectonic plate or something, but it took her freaking forever to get through the metal detector. So, um, by the time I got upstairs, he was already trying to figure out, I, I've never been, I've never been to, you know, this court before. The only other court I've been to was the one that's right by my house. And that was only to get married. And that was... Actually, ironically, all three times. Let's not talk about that. So, you know, I've never been to this court. I don't know where anything is. I don't know what's going on. So I'm looking at the screen and, you know, like it's rolling with all of the, the cases that they had in this day. And so I finally figure out where he's going. I, I lock eyes with my lawyer. 
I don't think he, you know, actually saw me, but I finally see my lawyer. Cool, he's here. Then I see him. He's just chilling in a chair down there. And it's like, I can't, I can't do this. I can't do this. I know that if I walk down there and if he says anything to me, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it. Like my anxiety was so high and there's so many things that I want to say and I'm trying to just push it all down, but my anxiety is pushing it all up and it's like, I don't know if I'm going to vomit or word vomit or what's going to happen. And so I left. <laughs> I left. I left. I got all dressed up and I left. I'm thinking, my lawyer's got this. He told me not to be there. He told me it's cool. The guy showed up, so it's going to be, you know, he's contesting. And so it's going to go to trial. So, well, it turns out, because of the bomb threat, that they reconvened it. Wasted all that time. I could have actually been, I could have been here talking to you guys. I could have actually been productive that day, but... That was a whole ordeal last month. And so anyway, so that guy has finally gotten a lawyer and our lawyers are talking. So it's expensive and it hurts my heart every time that my lawyer gives me a call to let, you know, no, my lawyer doesn't give me a call. He gives my husband a call, you know, give my husband a call and let him know what's going on. So it is what it is. And, but I'm getting closer to getting that resolved. The other thing that happened in March, our midget, our youngest one turned seven. Happy birthday, midget. Happy birthday, Isla. So she, all she asked for, she wanted a boat ride. Well, she actually, you know, fishing is what we ended up. And then she wanted steak for dinner. So we happily obliged. We took our new boat out on that Saturday and we took her out. We got to a couple of um, spots and we were trying to fish and uh, we, we weren't catching anything. So, but I mean, she was just, you know, our seven-year-old was just super content with just riding. It was so cool. I got some great pictures of her of just sitting back and just enjoying riding on a boat in March, which it's like, this girl is her dad's daughter. She is her father's child. She is the one that it was literally snowing, spitting snow one day. She had to been like four, maybe three. Can we go for a boat ride? It is uh, 30 degrees outside. We're gonna, we're gonna not do that today. And it's like, when she can, that is her jam. Okay. She just loves to be on the water. She loves to play in the water. She, that she is a water baby. I don't know what her sign is, but I bet you it's some kind of water sign. And this is the first, so we ended our, um, we had a contract with that, the, this, our, our newest boat and that ended, um, shortly before, maybe two weeks before we were, um, set to go out for Isla's birthday. And, um, so the, you know, this is the first real run that this boat has had since we have owned it. She typically was just kind of putting around with, you know, going from point to point to point on the contract we had. So she really wasn't up and running. 
And so we were, we were running offshore, which I've never been, which was kind of cool. I mean, I mean, I, we could still see land and all, but it wasn't. Anyways, we get out there and, um, yeah, she, uh, she started acting funny and, uh, then she, alarms were going off and stuff was, anyways, it was kind of, so I, I had a mental, like it didn't actually show up, but I had a mental freak out because it was like, we were so many miles offshore and I mean, we have life jackets and stuff. It wasn't like that, you know, that big of a deal, but it was like one of those moments that I don't think I've ever had of, oh crap. You know, I think I had one moment where we we had just come out of a creek into a river and um, the engine had shut off and we had to call somebody to come, you know, pull us in. It wasn't that far. You know, I could have probably swam to shore if I really wanted to. I didn't want to, but this was one of those moments. It's like, I know that I can't swim that far. We're not sinking. It's not like that dire, but okay, where are the life jackets? Where are the kids? Let's get, you know, mental preparedness. And so I, I don't think I've ever had that on the water. So I definitely am going to take that more in consideration of planning next time. So, I mean, every time that I go on the boat, I make sure that I put, I have a waterproof pouch to put all the cell phones in, to put the wallets in, you know, and then it has a little carrying thing so I can grab that, throw it over my shoulder while I'm grabbing a life jacket for myself and throwing kids overboard. You know, like I, I've thought about that, but it's always, we only go so far. We've never been, anyways, we've never been that far. And it was, it was kind of one of those crap moments. Like I need to get a, a handheld VHF. So Anyways, we had, so we went out on the boat on Saturday with, for her birthday. And I, I get sidetracked, just stick with me. Went out on the boat for her birthday on Saturday, had steak for dinner for her birthday. And she had a long list of things to do on Sunday. We had people coming over for her birthday, which was super cool. We had Ryan's grandparents who are in their 80s and they have been fully vaccinated. So that was exciting to actually see them. We haven't hung out with them in over a year and a half and um Ryan's dad and Ryan's younger brother and Ryan's mom and stepdad and so Ryan's uncle you know we had so many so many people my sister came over so many people in our house and I was just so excited to be around people you know we we mostly hung outside it wasn't like we were all kind of cooped up and so it was but it was so nice to just see people and to hug on Ryan's grandparents. Oh gosh. You know, they, they, I think they were affected the most. I mean, they didn't get COVID, but they were in, um, they live in an assistant living facility. And so, you know, they have a cute little condo. So it's not like they're actually in a nursing home. So they have like free reign, but they couldn't leave. And I think that that was driving them insane. So I think they had snuck out a couple of times, which was hilarious. But got to go for a boat ride. We had steak. And we had people over on Sunday. And Isla wanted to do 
arts and crafts with all the kids. She wanted to play board games with them. She wanted to play hide and seek. So she had a list and she was checking them off, man. She hilarious. So the month of March has been better than most. But um, the other good thing that finally happened, so we filed our 2019 taxes on April 9th, and we finally got word that that has gone through. So that's nice. Plus, because that went through, they released the stimulus check. So that's nice. Um, you know, we've gotten caught up on a lot of, you know, just payments that were behind and, you know, and it's, so it's, I'm finally able to breathe a little bit and, you know, we got to go for a boat ride in March. Like who can say that? I mean, if, if you're privileged enough to say that, that's cool. But I mean, that's, I think that's the first time that I've ever done that. And it was actually a nice day. It wasn't freaking freezing. So, and I, I hugged Ryan's grandparents. And I talked to real people other than my husband and my kids and my parents. It was nice. So, March recap. I am thankful for all the things that have happened to us. Because every hardship makes me really appreciate the good. Because I, for the longest time, and you should really work on this, and I think I hit on this in another episode, but it's not about the hard things. Hard things are going to happen. Hard things suck. Hard things suck, period. End of story. Hard things suck. But if you only focus on the hard things and what you don't have and what you can't get to, you're not appreciating the good. Appreciate the good. Appreciate the mango margaritas in your life and how they make you messed up real quick and appreciate the the IRS finally got their crap together and released your return and be thankful that you got to hug grandparents or you got to see people just be thankful in times of hard in times of difficult drink mango margaritas and cheers to the good thanks y'all <laughs>